chat yesterday was the preeminence in the hierarchy of study given to the study of the Babylonian Talmud. The, the yeshivas devote almost completely the quantity of the day to the study of Gomorrah. And of the three Sadarim, which in classic yeshivish days are from nine to one, three to seven, and eight to eleven, that's basic format. Of that time, all of it is devoted to Gomorrah, and uh, Halacha is a half an hour seder after davening, and you, f- you fit in Chumash when you can, and there's a half an hour Musa Seder from today, 7.30 January. But in terms of the three Sadarim, they're spent almost exclusively in the study of Gemara. And what we did yesterday was we fleshed out some of the seeming issues that I as a Balchuva would engage when being put into that context. And we tried to express the difficulties and the over the overriding sense of why in the world is this productive for me to engage in of all the fields of Torah? Surely, if I would be designing my curricula, I would be designing it in a very different fashion. And uh, I could walk out of Yeshiva with a huge knowledge base in terms of my halachic understanding. I could walk out of Yeshiva with a very strong philosophical grounding. I could walk out of Yeshiva with knowing the storyline of Chumash and um, as things stand instead of all of those things occurring what happens is I walk out Yeshiva with a better understanding of Cheskas Habatim surely that's not the way things should be sorry Soderim Hal says so the Ramchal doesn't say. Does say. Doesn't say. <laughs> I can I can quote what he says. You can quote, but the question is what he means. The Ramchal says in both the Seder Vikuch and in the beginning of Akdomatim Sisharim, the Ramchal puts us in and across. And he says the following thing. You have to understand carefully the words of Ramchal. You're all following me, you're both saying. Have the Siddhavi Kur. The Ramchal in the Akdomit in Mr. Sharim puts across puts across a fascinating point. And this is something which is which is interesting, it's not directly related to the particular area that we're talking about, but it has a tangential relevance. And that is as follows, that he asks a question. He says, if you look around at the world, 
אם תסבוינם בהויבה ברייבה עולם, כי רייבה אנשי הסייכל המהיר, הפיקים והחריפים. זה אינטרסטינג. הוא אומר, look around the world and examine the intellectuals and see where they are investing their efforts. So the interesting thing is he, he, he doesn't discuss the המוינם. He doesn't discuss the multitudes. He is referring to a specific category of people and he is leveling a criticism against them. And the criticism he levels, levels against him is as follows. He says, look at the majority of intellectuals and he's referring to Jewish intellectuals and he's referring to Jewish intellectuals who are Torah observant Jews. And he says, where are they investing their efforts? So he says, what happens is um, most of them are putting their efforts into Chochmah, into wisdom. There are those that focus on biology, sciences, others invest in mathematics, geometry. There are others that put their effort into trades, into craftsmanship. And then, then there are those that give... So that's the first category. In other words, he kind of goes through the Jewish professional possibilities of expressing yourself in a career. And he says, of the intellectuals, so there are those who are involved in the maths and the sciences, and there are those who are involved in doctors, lawyers, doctors, lawyers, scientists, mathematicians. He covers the entire spectrum of career options available. Then he goes on, he says, and there are those who become involved in Kodesh, in, in the holy endeavors. There are those, he says, which means... Um, the discussion in the depth of what each sugya means, pilpul, which is the chora, the limud ha-gemora, be'iyun, mayhem be'medrashim, they're those people that spend their times on medrash, and mayhem be'piskadim, and those people that spend their times learning halacha. In other words, that's basically, the way I'd categorize them is the Rosh Yeshiva, the Rosh Yeshiva always into the Lamdas, the poiskim that are into psak halacha, and the Medrashim are the Mashkichim, that are into discussing, you know, the Makarvim, the people that give you the nice Vertelach, the beautiful Droshas, those are the Medrashim. So you've got the Darshanim, you've got the Poiskim, and you've got the Rosh Yeshivas. You've got the doctors, the lawyers, the mathematicians. So Ramachal is basically going through the entire spectrum of Jews and the way they invest the intellectual efforts. And he says of all of them, but he says, there are very few people that invest in the study of Musa. Which is fascinating. It's a fascinating point. And the clue to why this is, is actually locked into the Mr. Shrim's explanation. It's a dirk in two words. And the same thing is echoed in Rabbi Yisrael Salanta. There's a massive problem. When it comes to Musa, people become stupid. It comes to business, Jews are mamish, clever as can be. Doctors, lawyers, unbelievable. Mathematicians, engineers, computer scientists, business consultants. They're mamish, they've got it in the palm of their hand. Their, ba- their brain is working full steam ahead. When it comes to when it comes to learning up a sugya, mamish goinim goinim. When it comes to coming aloch lemaisa, paiskin gavaldik. When it comes to beautiful midrashim drashes about the the world and the shchina and kabbalah, no shortage. Comes to Musa, 
Some, some, somehow no one really gets there. It says, the whole thing is based on one line in Mr. Shoyim. And this is a fascinating point. He says, Ish, ish. Each and every person, Kafi, Natiat, Sichlo, Vechishkoi, Ha, TV. Every person following their natural inclinations. They go with their aptitude. This is a massive Chidush in Musa. That each person goes with his natural aptitude. Some people have got more mathematical minds. Some people have got more artistic minds. Some people are more prone to doing medicine. Some people engineering. Some people are attracted to the Limud Halacha Lamaisa. Some people are attracted to the learning of Toysus and the Rishonim and Achronim. Some people are t- attracted to Medrashim. Each person has a Cheshek that he's pulled towards. And therefore, when a person has his, the dire, when, he's, when his self is pulled into that direction, when he's invested, when it speaks to him, when he identifies with it, so then his mind is activated and he explores it to the nth degree. Says Ramchal, there's one thing about Musa. No one has a natural inclination towards it. No one wants to work on themselves naturally. And if you think you do, you can be assured that you don't. What you want to do is something else. But there's no cheshe kativi or netias ha'seichel to be loimed Musa. It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. In other words, because Musa is such an uncomfortable thing. No one wants to remove themselves from their comfort zone. It's not a natural... Let's put it in not, not no one. The minority of the minority. He says, Achma'atim. Means that you're constantly criticizing yourself that your avoider wasn't shalem enough. So the whole word of the Muslim stream over here, he's not telling us about learning, he's telling us about Musa. Uh, two, okay, uh, two, two things. Uh, uh, this, this version is based on the, after the censored version, if you see the, the, the psak that Rav Katzelenimbogen gave about why he, he, he gave the harem to Ramhal, he, he explicitly says that Ramhal was against what the position of the yeshivot are. And the Vikur version, he discu- that's the original Meslati Sharim, he discusses with the Chacham and he ex- explicitly says phrases like, uh, if you don't know, if, you, if your midot are not refined, and if you don't know uh, the... the all of the the, the, the the lahat that you should do, and you are engaging in pilpulim that will not make any alahalemase, you are wasting your time. He, 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 he says this, he, that's what you're referring uh, to. He says it more, but he reaches in the side of the kirk. And, he says uh, the following uh, thing over here. Say what he says. He says just, it. Just, uh, another, uh, Ramhal was not also uh, uh, only proposing the study of Musar, but he was proposing the, the, the action of the Vikut. That's, uh, 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 that's different. Okay, the study of Musar can lead you to do this and to, 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 to act, but he was, uh, his main focus was the action, and the Meslat Sharim is the guide how to act. So you study in order to, to act and to the Vekim Hashem, not only to study uh, Musar as an ending on itself, of course. Of course, of course. He says like that. There's another part where he says it most explicitly. That's what Moshe is referring to. He says, He says, Since everyone knows that when you're serving Hashem, you have to do so with a Tmimus, a Chovus Tairasov, and Nikyoina, and it has to be pure and clean. Shezulas Ele 
otherwise it's not acceptable to a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Hashem wants you. He wants you. That's the point. He wants you. He doesn't want where you want to go. He wants you where He wants you. If we learned everything, but we didn't learn Musa, which is the essence of what we try to do. That's what Hashem wants from us. Is it possible? Is it possible that we expend effort? And we put strength into investigating ideas which we're not obligated in. With discussions which comes out no fruit from them. And which are not relevant to us. And that which we are obligated to our Creator, a tremendous obligation and that which you obligate to do we just leave it over to Bayrot and we don't investigate it and then he goes on to say that's where he says it that's where he says it that he says if you compare again it's the same Nakuda though the Nakuda is that the person has a force driving him the natural inclination is not to learn Musa the natural inclination is to do what you're naturally inclined towards doing and therefore what the Ramchal says is I don't understand it it makes no sense that you have no clue about Avo. You have no clue about Avo, but you mamash a boki in Chesketabatim. But he doesn't say, he doesn't say, for example, when he speaks about Talmud Torah, he doesn't say that through Chesketabatim you can't come to Avo. He's saying, if you just learn Chesketabatim and you don't know about Avo, so then, for example, the Medrash says, the Medrash says, the Sifri, through that's what brings about Avas Hashem. So it could be that a person can be doing what the Ramchal says and spending his entire day learning Cheskes about him. But we're jumping ahead of ourselves. But Daniel Israel. But I just wanted to say that. We started off by asking why we learn Gemara so much. Now, I was going to say before, like, I don't I see how this is relating to that, but I mean, now I see when you just said that you, it's strengthening the question. Again, we start our, start our point by saying that why do we learn Gemara? Okay, good. Then, in other words, and that's, that, was, that was a premise and a given that the Seder Yeshivas is right in devoting three Sudan to Gemara. Right? The question was why. Moshe said, no. The Seder Shiva shouldn't be the way it is. Okay. So uh, as Ramchal says. And then Moshe claimed that the Ramchal says that. So that's where we are not Machlokas. The Ramchal never says I, such I, a thing. I have, I have, Gadi uh, got uh, it Ramchal, and I can get it and, and give you the quotes, or the, the quotes from the, the Vikuha version that he, he quotes, for example, Rabbeinu Bahi, that says that, Ramchal specifies that, he says that the time that you engage in Allahot, you must engage the same time to the, to the study and the practice of the Vikut. And the, another part of the time you should engage in Pilpulim because you must also learn it. So he says that you must divide in equal portions. And he, he, when he says the Vikut, he, he's specifically saying not, not uh, the practice of the Vikut. 
I'm not arguing with you, Moshe. I'm sure the Rav Michal says that, but that doesn't mean so it doesn't mean that the yeshivas, as they're established today, outside of Italy, outside of the 17th century, are not doing what the Ramchal said. It could be, as the world changes, the way you apply the cloud, like the Ramchal says at the end of his book, he says, I haven't told you what to do. I just, just give you the rashes yeah. and the klalim, and then you have to extrapolate. So let's say, for example, I understand that I get dracus through learning Cheska Sabatim. So then it could be that the Ramchal will say to me, learn three stories from Cheska Sabatim. Where you are today in this situation. That's why you can't, you can never say, you say, you can't cut and paste the words of Ramchal from the Vikurch he's having with the present of the day there to the pro present day. Not the, for sure, but I, but I can quote, for example, Rav David Vali, that was the student of Ramchal, that uh, uh, said the same thing, and his students that said the same thing. And up, up to now, we, we have, we, we can see a few yeshivot that still are uh, engaged in this, in this process of uh, uh, study. In this course of study, and although it's not uh, as the most of the yeshivas they follow the Nefesh Haim that says a different uh, 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 relation to, to relationship to, to how you study, and most of most of the the, the yeshivas sure. they, they they follow the, the, the path of the, the, the Nefesh Haim they follow a different different way. It doesn't mean I'm, I'm not claiming that is uh, one of them is right or wrong. I just saying that, that I'm how. Uh, defends right. this, this position. 100%. That's so let's say, let's say, we, a right? That the Ramchal would disagree with the whole Mahalach of Yeshivas today. But so, of course, of that's the Mahalach of Yeshivas today. The way the way the Ramchal explains yeah. why people don't engage in the yeah. study of Musa is because that you shakes you out of your comfort zone, and sure. people don't necessarily you don't gravitate towards what shakes is you out he, of your comfort is zone. He promoting following your own aptitude. He's he's not discussing. In other words, we've said previously mm-hmm. repeatedly that a person can only ever Get, achieve greatness through their through his own through their talents. talents. You can't achieve the sure. greatness outside the areas of your talents. That's one point. Yes, a new point. Within the expression of a person's greatness and in his talents, there lies a danger that he can become distorted in his expression of self because he won't examine himself and focus on the right things. His area of greatness may explode in areas where it's unanticipated. And as a result of that, if it expresses itself in areas where it's unanticipated and unacceptable, he won't know because he's going with himself. So just a verse on the Mahalach of Yeshivas, but isn't the fact that the Yeshiva, say, has one one basic cycle where you have your three things of Gomorrah, isn't that sort of challenging everyone's talents into one area? Okay, so that's, that's, that's another question that we can put onto the bandwagon of questions that we had yesterday. If the your, your approach is models? that a person has to express his talents, so therefore, as a prerequisite for that to occur, there has to be a variety of different avenues for a person yeah. to create expression. If you say to you, you always have to express your talents, but you only have to do this one thing which is only suitable to a particular type of mind and a particular type of way of thinking, so then you've deprived the person of the capacity where he'll be able to express himself and develop his true greatness, and then, hence you're killing him. Yes. yes. Something like that. Yes. Yes. That's an interesting question. Good. Good. Okay, so let's backtrack. So now, we're starting at a point whereby that we're assuming that there's, there's merit and validity to the 
focus on the almost exclusive focus on the study of Gemara. And why is that? How is that meant to? How is that meant to build a person? How is that meant to create a Jew that has a completion to himself? On the contrary, it seems that the way a Jew works that's really focusing in a very top-sided fashion on one aspect of his persona and not giving him the completion that every person should seek. Yes? Apart from all the other problems that we mentioned yesterday. So now let's try to, to explore that. Let's start to explore that. In order to explore that, we have to come to terms with the distinction between the mitzvah of Limud HaTorah as opposed to all other mitzvahs. If you think about it, forgetting, putting aside precisely Limud HaGemorah for the moment and going into more Stam Talmud Torah. Talmud Torah as a mitzvah seems to be taken completely out of proportion. It's out of proportion. Talmud Torah seems to be out of proportion. Um... To the degree that if a person sees, knows that there's a life to be saved, so someone's dying, and the person's in the middle of his morning Seder. Someone's dying. He's dying. Bikuach nefesh. What's preferable? For what's better? What's on a higher level? To save the person's life or to continue learning and getting pshat in your Rashba? Save the person's life. Rashba. Clearly, to get pshat in the Rashba. <laughs> the Gemara says, Mitzvah, she'yev la'asois al yedei acherim, v'vatlim, tamutar la'asois if it's Efshah, last week, so can't stop learning. So there's a person dying, and there's two people can save them. Someone who is learning, and someone who's not learning. Should you chap the mitzvah of Hatzolus Nefoshes, or should you let the other person do it? It's also for you to stop learning to chap the mitzvah of Hatzolus Nefoshes, because Talmud Torah is greater than saving a life. Gedoyla, Talmud Torah, mi Hatzolus Nefoshes. Greater, it's greater. It's not saying that if someone's dying, you have to say sorry, buddy. You're just going to have to die because in the middle of tosis. Yes. If it's ef shalas you have to stop immediately and do it. But what's better? What's on a higher level? Talmud is on a higher level. On the other hand, if you save the person's life and she will, the, the person will engage on the the, the mitzvah of Talmud Torah, you will also benefit. The Gemara doesn't from, say that, right? From what does the Gemara uh, say about Mordechai Hatzadik? Mordechai HaTzadik. What did Mordechai HaTzadik do? He did the best thing he could ever have done for Klal Yisrael. He went and he orchestrated the redemption of the Jewish people from utter and total destruction. Goes back to Sanhedrin. They say, sorry. So what do you mean? V'ratzoi l'roiv echov. Sorry, Mordechai, you are spending your time outside the realm of Limud HaTorah and unfortunately your Madrega has dropped. Says the Chassam Soifer, he says, because Mordechai wasn't giving enough devotion and time to his Torah, that's why Kodesh Bochu 
created a reason for him to leave it. And it's a bittersweet notion that he saved the Jewish people because there's an element of the fact that he was punished for being lowly in his Torah so he's taken out of learning. Mordechai Tzadik. Mordechai Tzadik. That he's, he's, it's a reflection of his lowliness that he, has, that he has taken away from learning Torah to go and save the Jewish people. Should be doing better things with his time. Um, so the sound learning is very important. You know, Sorry? That, that's what you can take out of that is that learning is... is by far the, the highest... Ultimate. The, it's not the penultimate, it's the ultimate. The ultimate, but what is learning? Okay, good, good. But let us let let us us feel feel what, what the weight is given to these things. The weight given to Talmud Torah is it is the heaviest thing in the entire world in terms of value. There is nothing, nothing more precious. For Talmud Torah, can they get close? Says the God, says the God in Shnei Eliyahu, he says that not only lots of Limudat Torah, but one word of Talmud Torah is connected, is equivalent to the entirety of all the messages put together in terms of its value. One word. So each word, each word that you learn, is connected kula. Each word. So when you go Chezkas, Habatim, Vahaboyres, Vahashikin, Vahamoyres, etc., 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 each and every single word is connected kula. Each and every single word is connected kula. And that's on the highest, highest motion. No, so it's in itself. It's not because it teaches a person about other messages. It kind of brings up. In itself, it's it's like, it's, or is it because of... No, no, oh. in itself. Yeah. In itself. Intrinsically, it's... There's there. a Gemara which you're probably getting confused by. The Gemara says, Godel ha-Talmud she-mevi didei maise. Godel ha-Talmud she-mevi didei maise. Talmud is great because it brings to action. There are many people that misunderstand this to mean that unless you know what you're doing, you can't do it. You don't need the Gemara to be mechadish that. But you don't say, Godel, an engineering degree, Shemavili day engineer. You don't need to tell it to me that. That's Pshita. That's Pshita. What's Pshat when it says, Godel atolmud Shemavili day maise? It means that when you're learning about Shorosh Noga Chesapara, or you're learning about Ches Kesabatim, it's maybe the day a different type of putting on twilling. It brings to your twilling are different. Uh-huh. Not that it's maybe the day mice, the mice changes. Okay? So therefore, so therefore, um, you have to understand what this is all about. It's absurd. It's absurd. It's absurd. How can Talmud Torah, which seems so arbitrary, which seems so irrelevant, which seems so on an experiential level, so trivial. So it seems trivial. It seems, it seems Gennady trivial. It seems trivial whether it's Ratsufois or not Ratsufois, whether whether the Adim are the, the Shainim to the knights or it's the renters to the knights. It's, if this Gavra bought it from Yenna, if you had a star, it's, I mean I mean and then you, people have experience of the experience of saving a life. The person was doomed to death. And you had the merit of saving them from the throes of... I mean, surely, surely, you 
can't compare this to that. Sorry? Okay, but we have to understand in terms of the value of an act. Value of an act. So we have to think very carefully about Talmud Torah. Before we even get into Limud Gemara, what is Talmud Torah? And why is Talmud Torah connected Kulam? So the Ramchal says in Derech Hashem the following thing. And he starts off by saying the following. He says, Behold, Talmud Torah is something that you need to have. It's partial. You need Talmud Torah. Why do you need it? Because if you don't know Torah, if you don't know Torah, what's going to happen? You're not going to be able to do any mitzvahs. Because before you know mitzvahs, you can't do them. If no one ever told you about the fact that your tefillin have to be resting <coughs> over here on the fontanel, and they have to be on the top of your bicep, slightly directed towards your heart, and you put them on differently, you haven't been Makai Mitzvah's tefillin. If no one told you how many strings your tzitzis need, you can't be Makai Mitzvah's tzitzis. If no one told you that you can't do the Melachas on Shabbos, you can't keep Shabbos. In order to be able to perform the mitzvahs, you need to know what to do. In order to know what to do, you need to learn. So therefore, you need Talmud Torah because if you don't know what you're told to do, how can you do it? Omnam says Ramchal. However, Omnam Zulas Apart from all of this, in other words, if you know all the halachas now, and you don't need to learn to know the halachas, Yesh betalmud tachlis gadol. There is, in the point of learning, a goal which brings to the perfection of the mensch. We already mentioned this in brief in the first section, is now in the fourth section. But now what I'm going to do is I'm going to go into length as to this other aspect of Talmud Torah. You're right. Everyone has to learn Torah. Why? Because if you don't learn, you don't know. But, if the only reason for learning is in order to know, you haven't yet embarked on learning Torah at all. Learning Torah in its grand sense begins when you depart from the notion of the pursuit of of halachic knowledge. Learning Torah in the grand sense starts when the goal of the learning is not that then I know what to do. That's one Indian. But Zula say, Zula say, Yesh Betamut Tachlis Godel. A big thing. A big thing. You're right. If you don't know the rules of the game, you can't play the game. Gavaldik. That's the beginning point. Vada, you got to know the rules of the game. You don't know but that's just the beginning. If you know all the halachas and you'll never make a mistake in halacha in your life, you have not yet even begun to explore the depth and the brilliance of Talmud Torah. Talmud Torah is vast. Talmud Torah is greater and more profound than the deepest thoughts we can ever experience. Yes, Yank, So then, okay, I understand why you devote time to Gomorrah. Do you understand why I do have time to come on? All I've done is I've given a very brief yeah. I don't understand anything. Nothing. Yeah. Gornished. Because, 
Learning Torah for the sake of learning Torah is real Talmud Torah, not for the sake of practical using it for halakha or whatever. But then surely to stop yourself from sinning, you should just first learn all the halakha and then pursue after. Practical question, practical question in terms of Seder, Advarim, what you should learn, how you should learn it. Good, but let's first of all understand what Talmud Torah is. Daniel Israel. I think there was an assumption made there that I'm not seeing clearly. And what was the assumption? What you said is you said you said you understand why um, what the Rav just said showed that there's something beyond learning halacha, right? And we agree to that. And then you said therefore um, one has to learn Gemara because that's what's going to give you this bigger thing. That's an assumption that I... No, no, that's, okay, yeah, that's what we say, 100%. We, because, not, we haven't extended that assumption. First of all, we don't know that it's Gemara. No, not at but all. But even before we decide what... Like, even from the... the so, well, from what you just said in Derech Hashem, it shows that there's something great that goes beyond Halacha. Like something... Profound and huge. Shlei Adam. But I don't, we don't have a clue what that no is. No clue. How it is that. No. Why it is that. No. Okay, I'm just. That's yes. Yes. Okay, everybody say minche.